I'm your man Edward Shelton from Starting Over Podcast, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. This is Swag Nito with Clicks TV, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is Skylar from Generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. Austin Smith, who's this sexy man to my right? I, he he does not look familiar to me. Why are you talking about me like that? That's really weird. You should just... To, um, to my immediate right, who, who is this oh, guy? Oh, that guy. That guy. Just barged in my house. I mean, I know he's sexy and he thinks he can do whatever he wants, but... Barged in dick first. <laughs> just Technically, I... I just replaced that door, damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it shouldn't dick slap doors down, Drew. It's very, very rude. I got a gift and I know how to use it. So. We got Drew Alderson... Back from the hero clicks grave. Actually, Police give you a call. And they're like, "We need a battering ram." And Drew just like pelvic thrusting down doors. <laughs> they all hold him up like there's three guys on his <laughs> side, and he's just like cock first. <laughs> they just slam you into. But if you need the subtlety, he slides it into the keyhole and he twists his hips. <laughs> God gave me a gift, like I said. Anyway. I wore back. So I heard you were. Uh, oh, by the way, you're listening to Dolly for Hero Clicks. If you're new, I apologize. Um, <laughs> Poor new guys have no idea what the hell they just walked into. I'm your host, Hunter Smith. With me is Drew Alderson and Austin Smith. Hello. And we're on episode 131. We're gonna be talking about catching up on the news stakes. There's actually been a ton of spoilers. We'll go over all those. We'll briefly talk about the uh, Uncanny X-Men Fast Forces, and then uh, we'll do a little what we played. Oh, and we're gonna talk about Dark Phoenix Saga for a comics talk too. So anyways, Drew, I heard you were playing in a rock. Uh, I did play in a rock. <laughs> Which, where was it at? It was at Saltire Games in Indianapolis, Indiana. I've heard of that store did before. I hear it's a big store. Did you it's, rock it? It's pretty good size. Uh, so <laughs> I, 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 I had some luck. <laughs> I didn't win, but I had some luck. Uh, you say you had a glimpse of what it's like to be Austin for the day? I played uh, the Shifting Focus Superman. Uh, cool. I started with... Three of them. It was three of them and the weapon drop uh, for big two seventy plus. Uh, was, was it the four hundred special? It, no, rules? it was the three hundred. Uh, no tactics. Ah, uh, or, that sounds fun, actually. Yeah, it's a good format. Uh, except for Super Scroll. I mean. <laughs> oh right. Yeah, yeah. We we're just talking about that the other day. Yeah. But um, uh, I had fun. I did terribly. Um. I had some really bad luck. Uh, first round, I played against a Hulk. I beat him. Like, the movie Hulk. Just straight up at 300. Oh, nice. Yeah. He ended up getting top 8, so good for him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, did, I, I didn't I did do good. I got 15th. Uh, my boy Scott got 16th. Cool. Out of si- I mean, we made top 16, but there were only 16 people there. So. Oh, <laughs> It took you way too long to hit that, Hunter. Uh, I didn't realize there were only 60 people there. There were only 60. It was just a normal qualifier. Um, gotcha. But, you know, I had fun. And I got to eat some pizza. That's always good. Yeah, Any day you get to eat pizza yeah, is a good never day. never a loss. Yeah. Um, few things. Few things. Well, well you know, it's very beautiful. Well, that, obviously. Uh, we've got Spider-Man to talk about today. There are three secret spoilers that a lot of people may not have actually seen. I haven't seen this one. Actually, four that I bet even you two don't know about. Or maybe you do, but... Uh, then we got some Turtle Con news to talk about. What do you guys want to talk about first? 
Let's, let's uh, talk about Spidey, because I'm excited to show you guys this one that I don't know if you've heard because you already have it open. I got all of them open. Uh, for most of these, <laughs> you can go to... He's got all of them open. You, for most of these, you guys can... Paul and Drew Alderson to Dick Beat. <laughs> Drew's already been over. You know, Mr. Fantastic morphed his dick into the keyhole, fit the, you know, shimmy the lock. Like I said, God gave me a gift. <laughs> Why has no one written this comic yet? Oh, I'm sure there's a fanfic out there where Mr. Fantastic <laughs> just puts his penis to various uses. Anyways, uh, most of these you can go to heroclicks.com, pull up, follow along with this. The rest, if you're an Issue Realms member, go there, open up the upcoming sets under the forum section that we've been having you guys go to. The rest of these. You may not have seen. Um, starting with this one. Spider-Man, Black Cat, and Spider-Gwen. We have the uh, the full card and dial spoilers. It is the new card. Yeah. Um, we get a, our first glimpse at the icon of the set there. And it looks kind of like the Iron Spidey. Or maybe Sinister Spidey. It kind of looks like Spidey with like the senses going off. Almost like as he's jumping. Oh, yeah, no, I guess it looks like legs to me. What do you think, Drew? You're deciding though. It, Does it look like an Iron Spidey type suit? To it's you? a body like swinging or something. I don't know. I think it looks like a Spider-Man, and then two arms it's, coming up there. Two. It's the Rorschach test. We're. Uh, I guess we'll see. We're looking at. We're all going to see different things, and that's what says our personalities. And it's like, oh, well, Drew's a sociopath who has no actual emotions but likes to pretend he's human. So, uh, anyways, we have a, a number one Spidey. He's got Avenger, Spider-Man, Family, and Scientist. His team ability, team abilities are on the back of the card now uh, with the dial. His team ability is obviously Spider-Man. Six clicks long. Uh, only look at this point value. Only seventy points. Look at that dial for seventy points. It's not too shabby. Uh, no. Considering he's a wild card. Hey, what's that? What's that? and considering he's got a good trait. What's that, Austin? I was going to say that freaking top dial 18 combined with that defense power. So. I know. So his trait is once per turn for all characters with this trait. The trait's called Call and Help from the Spider-Verse. So there we know Spider-Verse is going to be involved in this set. What? Once per turn for all characters with the trait. When Spider-Man hits an opposing character, after actions resolve, you may roll a D6 that can't be re-rolled. On a 3 to 6, place another friendly character with the Spider-Man family keyword adjacent to this character. Wow. Interesting. That's, That's cool. That could be dumb, depending on... Yeah, and that other friendly character doesn't say it uh, adjacent. It doesn't, it doesn't say within X squares, X points. So, depending on how many Spider-Man family figures we get in a set, that could be super useful. Probably, especially in Sealed. Yeah. But, uh... That's pretty cool. And then his defense power, like Austin was talking about, he's got an 18, and then his defense power gives him super senses. When he does increase the result of his roll by one for every 100 points of the attacking character's cost. You know what makes that ridiculous? It's increased the result of... It's just freaking... If a 500-point figure is hitting you, you have to roll a 1 to fail. Like, that's nuts to me. It could be one of those figures where if you wait and play them in the right random format at your well, uh, venue, it could be pretty useful. Well, assuming that the 500-point character does not have precision strike. <laughs> but yeah, it's a pretty good dial for 70 points. There's a few figures in this that ignore, uh, or have super senses that ignore precision strike, so it'll be interesting to see if that character is not one. to grant that, though, is what I'm saying. One of the other figures we all talked about we expected to get in the set and we wanted in the set was spider gwen it's a little hard to see her dial but it is 95 points also six clicks has that same uh spider verse trait she actually has three freaking traits she's got the spider verse she's got a trait that gives her super senses and can evade attacks made by characters using precision strike 
That's pretty good. And the third trait, when she hits after action to resolve, you may attach a web marker to the hit target, removing it from anywhere else. That character with the web marker can't move without breaking away and can't automatically break away. So uh, we're going to see a lot of card characters in the set because of the new... I mean, like, not card characters, but, like, the four-page, like, cards. Mm-hmm. Because of... Uh, there's a lot of... Tr- this, this chick's wordy. Yeah, she is. Other characters don't have to break away from that character. When that character successfully breaks away, then you're moved to web. So, what? yeah, what Drew's saying is typically most... The cards these head. days are just front and back, but now that we have to make sure that the dial alone is by itself on the back of the card, gonna they're going to have to do the old folding style where you have two pages, basically. And I mean, and it, this is a good example because you have one page that literally just shows her sculpt because it had nothing else to put there. <laughs> I just, I kind of wish they, as much as I love the flavor text, I think they could honestly do away with those. But I guess it's the idea that they want you to be able to read for people like Drew who are colorblind and stuff it probably helps being able to compare exact it, colors it really does yeah I imagine that is a key thing like of knowing like if I have combat reflexes or toughness one that, cool thing about this uh, defense power there it's on it's only on the last click you would assume it's a stop click but it's actually not when you read it once yeah. per game at the beginning of your turn if spider Gwen's click dial spider Gwen's dial to click number one this click can't be countered. So if you happen to get hit on the six and they don't kill you that turn, you're going to get to go back all the way to the start. It's kind of a weird state of affairs when we talk about how it not being a stop click on a final click ability like that's weird. Because mm-hmm. we never used to get that. Yeah. I like her dial in general. Though. That top, top clicks in general. Yeah, that top click, charge, super strength, freaking 18 combat reflexes. Yeah, plus the trait. And Indom and the trait for freaking 95 points. She's super good. I feel like starting with this set, given the new cards and the power level we've seen just out of these first two figures, it's almost like we're playing a complete different Well, Uncanny game. X-Men and, and TMNT are the same way. That's like, true. Like, starting with TMNT, the figures have gotten much, much better. Uh, Black Cat, whoops. Black Cat is a rare, I'm assuming, since she's number 47. Uh, only 50 points, 4 clicks of stealth and reflexes and a special damage power. Where once per turn, when she makes an attack... Uh, let's see. Once per turn, when Black Cat makes an attack or is the target of an attack, she may re-roll one of the dice of the attack roll. So that's nice. That's really good. That's um, way better than a normal prob. Well, it is, mm. but it's only for her. It's only when yeah. she makes an attack or she's a target of yeah, attack. But I'm but saying, yeah, but I'm saying it yeah. can be, but you can also get bones. If they roll crits, I guess you're still kind of guaranteeing you're going to get hit. Because if they have a six on one side, no matter... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, her, if it's a close attack, yeah, you're good. Her trait is uh, when she hits with a close attack, you may choose that it deals no damage. If you do, you may choose an item equipped to that character that was an object and equip it to Black Cat. So you can't steal entities, but you can steal relics and things of that nature. The weapon drop, I guess. I mean, that's, weapon drop. This is a pretty thematic black cat. Mm-hmm. It's par for the course. Uh, stealth combat reflexes and then that special damage power. Let's... She's also got a cool sculpt. I was yeah. going to say, I really like the sculpt with her on the, the safe. So um, All the sculpts look really good so far, actually. The spider Gwen, the, even the spider Have you seen any of the X-Men set yet? Uh, I've seen some of it. It looks really, really it's good. It's pretty good. The Spider Gwen brings up the fact that we are getting more clicks effects bases. In fact, there is another picture um, that you can find on the upcoming 
sets, forums, all that. Go to the Spider-Man set. There's more clicks effects markers. I'm assuming it's going to be another pack you can buy. The red claw really sure. one there looks well, exactly like maybe the one from the, X23. Yeah, maybe the pack from Uncanny X-Men has all of these. I'm not sure. Well, the ice wall one, no, one of the they look like some of them that come with figures in Uncanny X-Men, but they also look like some that I don't know. Maybe they're reusing some of them. Because there's Nightcrawler, Storm. Not sure. Not sure. X twenty three, Iceman. Not sure. Namor. Maybe. Namor's not in this set. Oh, anyway, I, I was just guessing. It was a tidal wave. Um, I could see them honestly, and I don't think I'd have too much of a problem with them reusing Clicks Effects bases. To a point, I guess it could cause some confusion. You know what's crazy is that the set that they just released has uh, like 15 bucks, I think. And they give you two barrier tokens and three smoke cloud tokens in there. Is the, that the new Clicks effects thing? Yeah, the new Clicks effects pack you can buy. It has two barrier tokens and three smoke cloud tokens. So if you want the full, you have to buy two packs. Huh. That's, that's really <laughs> weird. It is. It also seemed, yeah, just throw those in the Fast Forces. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the last thing from the Spider-Man set is a Devil Dinosaur. Yeah, Devil Dinosaur. I knew yeah, I saw that. I saw this on the... But it's no dial, but it's just yeah. like the prototype skull. But they did, con- WizKids did confirm on their Instagram that it is Devil Dinosaur. Yeah. Not Moon Girl, just the... And it looks like Next Wave yeah, stuff will be in there. Yeah, the Next Wave version. But so. it's a really good sculpt. <laughs> Um, also, if you're on the upcoming forums, you can go over to Shredder's uh, page. Um, this is the black and white one, which we saw we were going to get Whoa. a heads up of. Con exclusive. Con exclusive. Drew, you want to talk about Mr. Shredder? I will talk about Mr. Shredder. He's a cool guy. He's 100 points. He's got Indom, 5 range, 1 bolt. Uh, he's got a trait uh, called Get Shredder. When Shredder is KO'd by an opponent, opponent's attack, destroy all walls and squares of blocking terrain within it. Within or sharing an edge with squares within five squares of the square he last occupied. Hmm. So that's just their way of making sure you know to blow up walls that are adjacent to squares within five squares. Hmm. Yeah. Hell of a way to say it, though. I mean, to be fair, it's a lot clearer than do I blow up the walls on the edge of the five squares or do I blow up the walls? Uh, for the rest of the game, friendly characters can use uh, is that Ign- right? ignore hindering on movement and targeting. Which is pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, all friendly characters. Jesus. Uh, so you, he's a car bomb. Basically, you drive him up, he blows up an area, and all your people are then coming with night vision goggles. <laughs> Classy. Um, top Dolly's got charged with an 18 defense invul uh, and leadership. Uh, later on, he rolls on to blades, as you know, Shredder does. Toughness. Some pin side. Um... And a special damage ability. Uh, Shredder can use Perplex when he doesn't target another friendly character. He, mo- he may modify a close value except damage by plus two. Nice. That's pretty good. Um, then he rolls on to some exploit weakness and regen. But why would you regen when you've got a 10 attack, 3 damage exploit weakness if they're up on you and they missed? Like, seriously, just kill them. Decent value for 100 points. Not bad. Not crazy enough where I feel like I have to buy him or anything. But he's cool. I like the paint job and everything. While also talking of Turtles Con exclusives, Austin, you showed me the uh, Turtle Van that's coming out. It's so cool. So the way the Turtle Van is going to work is insane. It has two. It has a separate 
pizza dial, right? Or is the yeah, or the is pizza, the dial probably the on? Pizza, the pizza dial is the opposite dial. Yeah, and okay. I think it's a resource or something. It sort of is. So the way that it works, um, well, let's go over the three traits, and one of them explains how the dial works. Uh, first one is a theme team can include the turtle van and is still a theme team as long as a character named Donatello, Leo, etc., etc., is on your force. You can carry characters regardless of Battle Fury. So what that means is. If I'm running a martial artist team and I have Leonardo and some other like DC characters, can I can them. still play the Turtle Van and it's a theme team. So that's mm-hmm. nice. Is uh, the they second did, trait? They, they did that with the Nick Fury vehicles too. Like I think the like Shield Space Rig. If you run Nick Fury, like you can have it on any theme team and stuff. like I that. I wouldn't know. I I don't think I've ever even looked at those. They're pretty nice vehicles. Uh, I did play against the Thanos ones. one one time. God, they're okay. I forget who was playing it. Uh, give Turtle Van a power action to make a range attack with attack value of 10, damage of 3, range value of 6, double bolt, but only to target characters with flight, giant, or colossal. So it does See, have some attack capability. I thought that that attack capability would be kind of weak, but then I realized it can also hit flyers, and I was like, that is pretty, mm-hmm. that's decent. I'll say, okay, so the third uh, trait is one top and is boring, get some that I like. You give the Turtle Van a power action, or you can activate uh, power action. And, and um, that's oh, a typo. It's an ant. Yeah, they're missing the D on it. And you may activate the pizza time trait an additional time this turn. Immediately after using it the first time. So you'll get to use pizza time two times in a row. Or you can give it a double power action and you may activate the pizza time trait two additional times. So for a total of three. So let's pull up the, t- the pizza dial. So basically how it works is all four of the turtles are listed here, and they each have five separate uh, toppings that they like the best. And basically, it that's how you determine what buff you're going to get. Uh, the pizza battle reads, give the turtle van a free action. So you're going to get to do it once per turn for free, or you can use the other traits, and instead of attacking or carrying with your pizza van, you can get more of the pizza dial buffs. Give it a free action. Choose a friendly character with TMNT keyword. Not ally, though, so that's something to note. Uh, within four squares and roll a D6. Turn the pizza dial that many clicks. If the color of the topping shown matches that character, heal that character of one click. If the color matches but that character is already on its starting line, modify that character's attack and defense by plus one until your next turn. So, like I said, the Everything's listed there. So if I'm playing all the turtles and chocolate fudge comes up on my pizza dial, I can heal Michelangelo automatically if he's within four squares. So you're really going to want to keep your turtles around the van. And the van does have in power a lot. So Can you help. potentially heal him three times if you rolled the pizza time trait three times? I would think so because it's separate rolls. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's to activate the whole trait multiple mm-hmm. times. I would think if you happen to roll the same, if you rolled Michelangelo's stuff three times in a row, that he would get healed three times or do the you know plus three attack, plus three defense type thing, the way that it's worded. That's cool. I like that. Point it's options. also thematic as all hell. Let's shoot pizzas out of the front of a van. The point options are 100 or 60. So it's pretty cool. I like the, the I like pizza the delivery idea. van with an entire gun on top. Let's I still don't think I'm going to pay that much for it, but... Other we'll just cons. build our own real-life pizza van for how much it probably is. Exactly. Can buy an old rape van. I don't think you... We can You'd sell be ice surprised. Cream. I've been to some junkyards. We can sell ice cream to the, to the kids out here. 
Yeah, that one looks sketchy at all. <laughs> you should see the guy that does oh, drive the ice cream truck. It's the sketchiest looking ice cream over. truck I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't buy ice cream from this guy. I wouldn't let my kids go run up to this van. That's that's how the one over my neighborhood is, too. It's probably the same guy. Um, figures.com. You can go there and look up Cosmic Daredevil with us. Austin's going to talk about him. He's cosmically blind. He is. He's 180 points. Power. So even though he has the power of Cosmic, is he still blind? Uh, no, that's he, pretty shitty. He he sees everything but doesn't see anything. What? <laughs> <laughs> he's 180 points. Uh, power cosmic. Um, flight. Uh, no indomics. He's got power cosmic, of course. Seven range double bolt. He's got a special trait, Univision Radar Sense. He can use precision strike and super senses. When he uses super senses, he succeeds on a four to six. And attacking characters can't use precision strike when targeting him. Seems like fair. That. Seems fair. <laughs> His top click is running shot. He does only have like toughness for most yeah. of the battle, though. Uh, top click is a running, running shot nine, eleven attack, special attack power, seventeen defense, toughness, and four damage. His attack power is perfect baton ricochet trajectory. Give Cosmic Daredevil a range action to make a range attack targeting all opposing characters in four squares regardless of line of fire. Deal each hit character two damage instead of normal damage. Not bad. That could be good. I don't know. He's It's like a quake within four squares. I think he's way too expensive. I think so too. He has four clicks of running shot with that attack power. He doesn't have prob on top dial, which is weird when he has it on all the other clicks. What's the Marvel Knights ATA? Uh, stealth on top click. Stealth is on yeah. top click. Um... After those four clicks of the running shot and baton thing, he goes to three clicks of hypersonic and invul instead. But I don't know. 180 points seems a little expensive for him. I agree. I think he's super defensive, but without something ridiculous on his attack. I think like, he should have problem top of the whole dial. I think he should, too. Yeah, that's weird. I think if you can find... There's something you could probably abuse to get a lot out of him, but I don't think it's going to be like anything but... substantial. He's definitely not like 300 meta playable, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, Hawkman and Surfing Batman also got spoiled. I do really like the Surfing Batman. I really like the I'm not going to lie. Whoever designed this style, it definitely went yeah. to Steve. They did a really good job. Mm-hmm. If it was Steve, it'd be 500 points and he'd summon sharks. This is on HeroClicks.com. Go uh, click to the one that has Batman and Hawkman. So the reason I really think this dial is well designed is because you basically give your opponent the shark yeah. when you play him. He's only 50 points. He's not a bad dial for 50 points, really, if you look at it. Uh, he has charge on every click. His He has a dolphin symbol, and he's on you know his cute little surfboard. And he has a trait called Wipeout, of course. Uh, when he's KO'd, you may place this as a light object as specified on the back of this card into the square that Batman last occupied. That object isn't scored. So you leave your surfboard on the... Uh, map when you're done. Uh, his other trait is Holy Sardine. When building your force, you may choose this character cost 30 points instead. It's actually pretty dang good for 30 points. If you do, at the beginning of the game, an opponent adds the shark to their force that isn't scored and places it in their starting area. Um, and then his trait, or his uh, special attack power, is that when he attacks a character with Dolphin, which the shark has, he gets plus one attack and damage. And it's, of course, called Get the Bat Shark Repellent Spray. I just want to say I want to take the Cowabunga Word Bubble Elf and put it on any of the Ninja Turtles. That's true. Um, that'd be an awfully ex- expensive, expensive Cowabunga like, Bubble. We should note that the... 60 bucks just to do <laughs> yeah. 
the surfboard actually has a point value itself. It's one point. It's a light object, and uh, it can be played as a light object if you do remove Batman from the sculpt, and the dial has no game effect. Give a friendly character in this square or holding this object a power action to equip it. Opposing characters can KO this object only by using it in an object attack. The effect is that it gives you swim and it modifies your speed value by plus three when occupying water terrain. That's so you can put it on your force. Like this is a whole separate thing as well. That object is legitimate, actually. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, with Pacific Ocean and the Atlantis maps and all that crap like that, I can see potentially quite a few ways to get good use out of that. Mm -hmm. I like it, especially since light objects tend to go unused to a point when you're using heavier hitters like super strength based Aquaman and stuff. Good point. And um, and then the shark is uh, 30 points by itself. He has a trait. When he occupies water terrain, he can use charge and exploit with plus three uh, speed. So that's a it's a seven movement. Actually, It'd it's going to be a five square charge. Five square charge, yeah. Charge blades exploit. That's pretty good for 30 points. I just like the sculpt because it's like straight up jaws. And it has the Atlantis keyword. It does. So do if you buy that. this set, you could play the shark on your Atlantis team by itself. Can the shark? Too bad the rule of three exists. The shark gets the surfboard and then swears. <laughs> <laughs> I like the. I, I really like it. I I wish it wasn't so expensive. I would. I, that's get nuts for that figure. I like the Hawkman a lot. Too. Drew, I know you you love Hawkman as well. Why don't you talk about? Hawkman? I was talking about a figure Drew Larson's gonna be picking up at the the uh, origins. Um, uh, so Hawkman has the isolated from his violent world trait uh, at 25 points like all the other chases do, do. Uh, he begins to you know how it works anyway he's got um, uh, an 18 with energy shield yeah. which isn't bad um, and he can use in power when an opposing character within 6 squares makes an attack while occupying printed hindering terrain or uses outwit or perplex while occupying printing hinder, hinder, printed hindering terrain. After actions resolve, deal that character two penetrating damage. Damn, son. For 25 points, that could be pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for the dial, you know, he's got himself. It's pretty. It's your standard KC dial. I mean, really high values, no special abilities. Uh, He's got charge with a... Uh, He's got a fucking 13 attack on click number two for beat sense. <laughs> He's got a 13 attack on click number two. Rolls on to uh, some blades later. He has Battle Fury his entire dial. Um, which is pretty good, actually. That has to be the cheapest figure to have a 13 attack, right? Uh, 120 points. I can't... I mean, that's got to be... How much is the Batman? Oh, that thing does have a... Yeah, you're right. I think you're... I think the Batman's like 100 or something. Let's go to HG Realms and let's do a search. See who is cheaper. Advanced search. Figures with 13 attack. First of all, there aren't going to be very many to begin with. Attack value is equal to 13. On the top, change it from on same click to... Anywhere on down. Because, like, Hawkman only has it in the second, so... So you're getting some really high-point figures. I mean, he's up there with Exodia, Slattern, Shuma, 
You know, all these colossal figures. Uncanny X-Men, Wolverine. Yeah, he gets a 13th. Oh, his last click, that's right. He's we got a 13th flurry, yeah. He randomly gets that. Um, yeah, he's up there with some high point figures. But the lowest... Besides Wolverine. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. Wolverine's going to take the cake. Easy, easy. But let's compare Batman. I was thinking that Super Batman was more expensive. Oh, he is 150. He's okay. got two clicks of 13 attack. Though. Yeah, and he's got a top dial. I am the knight. <laughs> and he's got precision strike his entire fucking dial. That's so ridiculous. Those chases are so dumb. But, um, anyway, back to Hawkman. Yeah, it's just. He's solid. He's good. Good figure. I like him. Yeah, that, uh, his 25 point option would be good for teams that stay back in the starting zone type thing, like those kind of shenanigans. Yeah. Because then you just place them cl- close to your starting zone, and then if when the opponents do come to you, they're going to trigger the six squares thing, right. and they're going to have to take two penetrating as a retaliation. Like if you were running, you know, Phantom X he's, or whatever. He's pretty cool. I like him. The sculpt's pretty cool, too. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I want to repaint the sculpt red, white, and blue with the bald eagle head. That would also be an expensive endeavor. It would be. Other than that, we got the X-Men Fast Forces. <laughs> I'm a man of taste. What can I say? So have you guys looked over any of these yet? Yes. Yeah. What do you... I, I'm kind of underwhelmed by some of them, and then a couple of them are, like, crazy good. I, I know. It's, they're very... For example, Iceman I didn't think was all that great. But anyways, uh, they all have this trait called Time Locked. Opposing characters can't use prop to reroll attacks made by or targeting this character. So basically, if you play a team of all of these guys, your opponent's prop is useless useless against you, at least. Um, they're all 50 points. So the whole team is going to be a perfect 300-point team. I like that a lot. Um, Cyclops has leadership, and then he has a special movement power that gives him force blast. He can use it as a free action if he has no action tokens. Anytime he knocks a character back, he may choose the direction of the knockback. I like that. But he has no sidestep, no uh, yeah. willpower, and no running shot. So it's going to take him forever to line up a shot. It, yeah. He does have seven range, but I don't know. Does the gene of TK, like, is that what they're she trying does. to do is to rely yeah. on? Mm-hmm, she does, but I, I don't know. I'm not sure about him. Um, while you're talking about Gene, let's bring her up. She's number four. Um, she does have TK. She has time locked. Uh, TK, she can use it as a free action if she has no action tokens. Correct. Okay, so that's kind of... She, I think, is definitely worth the points. Um, it's unfortunate she doesn't have the X-Men, the normal X-Men keyword also, so that you could use that free TK with your X-Men team. Oh. She does just have... All these guys just have the all-new X-Men and then passed. She's a one-person slingshot. I didn't even think about that. You could use it as the free action to move them, then power action to move them back. Right, you do the you can do the same thing like yeah. you do with major victory. Yeah, except for cheaper. Um, I like that. Um, honestly, if she had the X Men keyword, that might be. If her keywords were, I'm not the X Men keywords, but if she had better keywords, like, ew, that'd be scary. She's kind of a redo of our old Jean Grey we used to play all the time. You know, a cheap, just good TK or. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't like hot redheads? That's true. Let's be I mean, honest, we all do in this room. That's for sure. She was really hot in the Dark Phoenix saga. <laughs> God. She was. She was the only Not one that lie. was. It's fucking, <laughs> she was smoking hot. It's fucking ridiculous when she's in that black queen. <laughs> Have we got a black queen, Jean Grey? No. Okay. I had that, the whole time I was reading that book, I was thinking, they should have done a prime black yeah. queen, Jean Grey, in Uncanny X-Men. 
Uh, we'll get to that later, though. We'll get to that. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, We're spoiling the Dark Phoenix saga. <laughs> Beast is also the same problem as with Cyclops. He has no movement at all. He just has Leap Climb, the ever-useful ability these days. Um, he does have Perplex. which and some bitch in sunglasses. Which uh, he does have some killer sunglasses. Um, and his Mass Effect Cerberus armor. He's basically your tie-up piece on this team. Yeah. He's got a leap climb and a 17 reflexes. If you perp, you know, you're going to be a 20 at close close combat. I mean, that's basically what I see. He is a tie-up. He's exactly a tie-up. That's all he really is. He can't get in and do damage, really, if they've got, you know... I mean, looking reasons. looking so far, like, just at those three figures, I kind of get the feeling, like, maybe they're just trying to pigeonhole roles for each of them to try to teach newbies how to... Exactly. And that's fine. That's yeah, fine. I'm yeah. fine with that. Um, Iceman is... Also, sort of like Luster, yeah. He has no special powers or anything. He has sidestep, though, on the first four clicks. He has a 10 attack energy explosion and 6 range 2 bolts. Watch him. And then his last three clicks, he's basically just your barrier figure. But um, he's decent compared to the rest of these guys. But in, He's you know, just not exciting. He's, he's not. I don't think he's all that great. Angel. <laughs> Angel is pretty sweet, though. He is. He has he's a flyer obviously. He has eleven movement with sidestep, and he has a second trait called swooping in. You give him a power action. You have a speed value. Sounds familiar. Then move him up to his speed value. Hmm. His new speed value. After action to resolve, either Angel or a character he carried with the all new X Men keyword may make a close attack. Now that is going to be that's going to make him a lot more useful figure because there are some main set. Stronger attacking pieces that still have the all new X Men keyword yeah. in the main set. X23, actually, the next figure we're going to talk about, that would be pretty damn useful with her. You but wouldn't in, he only be a her, full movement? Flurry Blades. No, you, you'd half it. So he'd but be then a he'd six. Be carrying. Oh, that's true. Yeah, if you carried it, it'd only be a four movement. I mean, but, it's still But then you movement. place you could place the one that you carried ahead, so it's essentially a five. Yeah. And then your other figure could attack. Or you attack. could pick one up behind and technically get it up even more. So yeah. being able to be carried and then attack... Yeah, get it up even more. <laughs> yeah. Being able to, to carry and then attack is not something you can do very often in the game of here. You didn't so. have this without me. I was. I told Hunter. I was like, the number of things I've said that I've gotten away with last week was, or the last episode was freaking nuts. I gotta keep you in check. Definitely my favorite. One of my top ones for this set. X twenty three. She's got the keyword, Hunter. Look She's at her keyword. The keyword. All new X Men. Oracle circle of, four, or circle of four. Weapon X. X Force. That one has the circle of four yes. keyword too. X Men. She ignores hindering. She's got this trait. She does not have the time lock trait, which she shouldn't. Uh, you know. Comic accuracy wise, um, her trait is let him bleed. She's looking pretty cute in that suit. Well, she always looks cute. When an opposing character oh. takes damage from her close attack, after action resolve, you may attach the slash marker to that character, removing it from anywhere else. When the character with the slash marker is given an action token, deal it one penetrating damage. <sighs> when that character heals or clears action tokens, remove it. So what you're really going to want to do with this figure, do not put, do not attack a figure that already has two tokens, because then your slash marker is just going to waste, because they're just going to clear it right off anyways. Um, but she does have an 11 blade, so yes, Angel could could bring her in, she's got the 11 blade, she hits you, and then she's going to make you have to think about just stopping and clearing or whatever to get rid and of And then she'd be clear because she got carried. Wouldn't she? Well, she no. Oh, is it? Can they make a close combat? Attack? I don't think Angels was free. Yeah, it wasn't oh, free. Okay, never mind then. 
feels free to be so good. I know. But yeah, overall, this is just a lackluster Fast Forces. In fact, I, I, if I hadn't already pre-ordered it, I would probably not buy it. I can see the point. Like, this is meant to be like a newbie starter set kind of thing, mm-hmm. but... Uh, when it comes to like advanced figures, we have so many things that do all this and better with better keywords. I'll spend the fifteen bucks again to save this. It goes along with that uh, email we were talking about last week from uh, hashtag nerd, where he's talking about how the fast forces just seem to be getting worse and worse lately. Um, yeah, the only good thing one. about the world's finest one was the weapon strap. Mm-hmm. That Batman and Superman are pretty good if you play them together, but other than that, they're really not all that great. Um, speaking of Uncanny X-Men, though, I d- we did also get an email about this, so we definitely want to cover it. Um, Proteus has already been updated. What? So this is on HeroClicks.com. For anyone who has Proteus or plans on playing against him, this is important. He's a super rare. Um, I played against him. It has come to our attention that the character card for Proteus has an error. The damage powers, including his damage special power, are missing from his character card. Yep. They have a history of messing up X-Men sets quite a bit. Yeah, we didn't know what his damage power was at Maybe all. the Chinese are just, like, really anti-X-Men and been sabotaging them over the years. So, in case you wondered what your precious Proteus' damage power is, it's a stop click. I bet that would have been useful before you played him without it. Stop click, he takes damage only from close attacks is how it works. So that final click... That's his defense Oh, I'm oh, sorry. His defense power. His damage power is uh, the walls are attacking. Give him a power action to make a close attack targeting each opposing character within six squares that is adjacent to blocking terrain. Hit characters are each dealt this character's damage value. He's a little nuts. That's a little good. I'm rolling death. Uh, I like that... Is that guy going? I like that last <laughs> click period. <laughs> That last click where they have to target him with a close attacks, he's got freaking pulse wave and four damage in pro. Yeah, he does. He's a pretty good figure. Proteus is good. And he's got aim exile. And he's monster. got the, the monster hunter. The thirty-five the, point uh, equipment the, thing. I've <laughs> noticed in this set that the characters who are super high points are generally worth it. He's got the monster keyword hunter. We break out the mole men and we just Proteus wall attack all day, every day. This is true. Oh my gosh, if they keep that one... Oh my gosh, this guy's going to be nuts at... Um, this guy's going to be nuts at Battle Royals if they keep that one map that's in the sewer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He's just going to fucking like... Well, there's only six squares on the map, so I'm just going to fucking deal three to everyone all the time. He's got one click or he's got four. God, fuck this game. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's enough for news. That's plenty. Um, let's recap what we played, Austin, because we played two matches against each other with our teams. Uh, the first one was the Heroes for Hire. My Heroes for Hire team, this was an event where we could actually use resources, uh, against Austin's Asgardian team. Phoenix imbued Asgardians. Drew, you, you did not... Get to witness what happened, but huh. Austin gave me not only by far, you know, Austin and I have played probably fifty times over the years. He right. beat me maybe five. Yeah, this was by far <laughs> the biggest, the show. biggest ass whooping I have received from him. <laughs> and not only that, it's the biggest ass whooping I've received as long as I can remember. <laughs> I only killed a twenty-five point troll, and I barely did that. Other than that, I got my ass wrecked. I looked at Hunter's team. My first thought is, there's a Punisher. Hunter's really probably wanting to use this guy. So Hunter put it behind a wall. My first thought is, all right, 
I'm gonna pop out this wall and I'm gonna murder the shit out of that Punisher right out of the game. I made a few mistakes. <laughs> Mistake number one. Assuming yeah. Austin would blow up a wall. <laughs> I tried to play the book without split lip. Yep. Against a modern day decent resource like the Phoenix Force. That was a bad yeah, idea. That's I did not even get to drop a hammer before Austin and killed two of my figures. Alright. Um, second mistake I made was underestimating how good that Thor is. Which one? Um, he played the Age of Ultron oh, Fast Forces. Was it Fast Forces? Or the classic I Fast think Forces. It was, yeah. He's really good. Yeah. He wrecked my fucking face. And I played him with the uh, the Loki. I like that Loki a lot. And I also missed a crap ton of rolls. Oh, the practice. number of fours he rolled was beautiful. But, you uh, needed like a six and he just kept hitting four. Yeah, so Austin was playing the, the classic Thor, the Avengers Assemble Loki at the lower point value, and two Asgardian trolls with the Phoenix Force. And the Asgardian ATA. Uh, I was running Heroes for Hire with the Heroes for Hire ATA. Uh, I had the Age of Ultron Iron Fist. I was wanting to play She-Hulk, but they never sent us the DMOP kit. I really wanted that She-Hulk. Um, my favorite Punisher, Johnny Blaze, OJ Blaze. And he oh. did transform into Ghost Rider. And Ghost Rider is who killed the troll. All right, good job, Johnny Blaze. And Brother Voodoo, who I hadn't played. Rest in peace, troll. I would definitely recommend uh, any of those figures I played today. And the Phoenix Force, like... I kind of forget how powerful it is because it's a win or lose resource. Like, you can get stumped and be screwed up with some of the other resources before you get them rolling. The Phoenix Force... It's decent. Yeah. At, even the, if at, you're, at least, it's at least decent every every click. Let's, let's say you dropped three of my people and I'm left with just that Thor. All of a sudden, I'm down freaking four dials into the Phoenix Force and if I click it once... I've won a lot of games that I should not have because of the Phoenix Force. Well, what else is awesome is if I pick off... Say you just have a 25-point troll left. The, pro, the thing is, by the time that, that dial gets that far, your 25-point troll is like a 300-point tyrant. And he's like a 10-point... There was one game I played... Uh, hypersonic. Or, you know Justice League Despero? Yeah. Yeah, Harry killed my entire team, and Despero had plus two combat values, and... Um, he was playing that mermaid team, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. typical Harry Dempsey fashion. And uh, thought he was going to say something different there. He started fat, and I was like, oh, that's not nice. <laughs> Harry listens to this podcast. He's a true fan. But, uh, yeah, I knew if I wouldn't have run out of time, I would have nearly swept his team. Yeah, the, uh, I kept the Colossus Shard back on there and just freaking gave everything in full because... Uh, the Loki really needs it. He has Mastermind. The Asgardian trolls with it meant that if I needed to, I could Mastermind to him, which was great. Uh, it was just, it was a fun team overall. Then our event this past Wednesday was 400-point generic theme teams. We both ended up doing robot teams. Which almost without, caused an issue. <laughs> without even talking to each other, we both actually did robots. Uh, I basically needed a reason to play Warstar, so I just played Re- Warstar and then built some robots around him. I, did wa- I have been wanting to try that vision. So I basically, I played Warstar, one of my top five favorite figures of all time for sure, uh, Vision, and then I put Jocasta on Vision. Which is the best combo for that Jocasta, because that she solves everything with that Vision. Then I played the drone version of Ultron 8, Ultron, um, I can't think, his, his set number is 030, he's the uncommon for Major Ultron set, I think it's 20, but I'm not for sure, Ultron 20. Anyway, drone Ultron 20, drone Ultron 8. And then an old Ultron drone from Chaos War because Austin forgot the one he's supposed to bring. Yep. But uh, I also had the Avengers Response Unit ATA on my team from on Vision. 
that way it would help Warstar hit even more like even more likely to hit basically yeah. um, and it actually came in pretty handy I, I really like that ATA it, I never see it get used it's really good and then I was running a Metallo uh, with Joe Costa on him um, Toy Maker Master or Toy Maker whatever there's like 50 toy characters I'm um, um uh, Alexis, like maybe three. Alexis from Age of Shut up, Drew. Uh, I can't remember. Is Actually, that, two. Is that, the, <laughs> okay. is that the main set of the movie Nebula? Uh, that is the main set, Nebula. or the comic set, I should say. Comic set. Yeah. Um, she has the trait where she steals carry and gets plus three and gains carry, so that was pretty useful. And the toy master he played was the Fast Forces version, not the main. Set. Yeah, um, and he has the prob on allied attacks and TK. Mm-hmm. So uh, I used him to throw the Metallo up, uh, and the, uh, what was the, re- oh, Omega Drive. So my original plan was I was going to run the uh, OP Kit mer- er, Recorder, and what he does is he can pick a generic keyword and counter a slot on everybody with that keyword. So with Omega Drive, he would have ignored Line of Fire, he would have been able to counter uncounterable things. I would have just picked, like, movement, and everybody within eight squares would have been shit out of luck, basically, on Hunter's team, since Robot was what, since we were playing a generic keyword setup. Mm-hmm. But sadly, Hunter did not have that piece, so my shenanigans were shut down. But I still did really like this team. Matala, I have a piece, actually, only play. Yeah. Oh, man. I it wouldn't surprise that. me. <laughs> Matala was really fun. Um, I'm definitely picking him up again to play. Yeah, Matalo got going, and oh, I, dude. I honestly thought I... I was not gonna be able to beat him because Metallo's brutal. He's already stupid good to begin with. Then you combo in, in Jocasta. Yeah. yeah. Jocasta let him take running shot, which kinda gave me a lot of opportunities with like a pulse I picked pulse wave with him and then running shot. And he had like a three or four range. So I could get into good positions to just pulse wave somebody for four. Um He also had the robot ATA. Yeah. yeah which I, mean, I couldn't was, afford on mine, that's why I went with the Avengers. Yeah, I like that team a lot. So the what, what ended up happening was uh um, what's his name? Uh, Metallo got going pretty early and was was pretty intimidating there for a while, I'm not going to lie. But I managed to use my Ultron drones as a kind of a wall and get a really good position. Um, Vision misses first attack, as I expected. But that whole free movement thing came in handy. Yeah. So I moved one of the Ultron drones up and that let Vision get the hell out of Dodge, get over in a corner where he couldn't be retaliated against. And um, Warstar and Vision got to basically be surrounded by a wall of drones. Metallo came in and just beat the shit out of the drones. Like in one turn, all three drones were basically dead. And he also outwitted. Yeah, he got a pulse wave off and hurt Vision very badly. I think he was on last click. Which that Vision gets really bad really quick on those last few clicks. And he also outwitted Warstar's charge. Charge. So I was like, well, shit, I'm really screwed. (laughs) But then. I remembered I could use Beanie to move Warstar, so I yeah. popped Beanie off, mm-hmm. used Beanie to move Warstar, um, outwitted Metallo's defense with Beanie, and, and just grabbed that ultra heavy. And went all the way around, grabbed an ultra heavy, and just one shotted Metallo, and that was all downhill from there. But yeah. it was pretty close. It was a fun, fun fight. Yeah, uh, but that definitely. Uh, I mean, I love my robot teams already, but Metallo is just such a good figure. Like, I cannot wait to find some more combos with him that work out great like that. Jocasta was super good. Jocasta and Vision together was super good. She, fi- yeah, she just fixes all of them. She gives him running shot uh, almost. Precision strikes useful on yep. anything. Three of the combat values she has are higher than his. She gives him that 11 attack he really needs. I don't know why the hell he has a 10 for how many points he is. Well, he has 11 top dial, at least. Does he? Yeah. She did, She can give him bonus range, though. 
Like, yeah, Austin got off a good pulse way. It was it was looking downhill for me there until uh, Warstar came in and just smacked the fucking shit out of yeah, good. Metallo in one hit. Fuck Austin. Hashtag fuck Austin. <laughs> Hashtag fuck Austin 26. So that was a fun game, though. I liked both our teams. It was pretty fun. I, that Metallo did well enough where I was like, I'm going to have to play this figure sometime because he looks fun. I had heard he was really good, and, like, I'm not... He I'm, looks like a slightly less uh, cheap version of Super Scroll. He's less a, cheesy version. Yeah. Of he's a beefy engineer is what he is. Yeah, basically. That's a good, that's a good analogy. Beefy engineer. Nobody remembers who engineer is, probably. No, engineer is one of the best pieces in the current meta. <laughs> so. Really? Uh, well, yeah, she's. I didn't she know she see more play. play than she does too. I mean, she, she's nuts. I've got a team brewing. Are we gonna hear about this when you disappear to the next rock drill? You can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. it You're gonna be in the top sixteen. Harry Dempsey knows of it. Harry Dempsey, we 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 theorized on this team. Well, now that you insulted him, I need to go ask him what a what the tech is. Let's do some community here, Connor. Writes in, hey guys, I've really enjoyed the podcast lately. My oh, first his Drew's not been on. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> My first booster of Uncanny X Men. I pulled the Colossus chase. What? Well, Connor, did you, you. just did you you just you. write into Brack? You know what? He you just know wrote into Brack. That's all. He, he okay, here I don't see what's wrong with this guy. I think he has all the right to Brack. <laughs> Here's the thing: Drew Alderson played in four. Count them. Four Uncanny X Men pre-releases. Guess yeah. how many super rares a Drew Alderson got? How many saber tooths did you pull? One. <laughs> I'm going to guess you have zero super rares. I got one super rare. Hey, Hunter, you want to tell him how my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pulls went? No. I, <laughs> I saw. I don't care. Well, I don't Good know. Good luck selling your chase for 60 I don't know. I already sold it. Who did who? I, I already sold, sold it. I sold mine for 50. I went straight to Sold my Rat King for 12. Sold my Michelangelo for 60. I mean. 60? Yeah. yeah. Jeez. He goes for well, why do these people? I went for fifty to avoid PayPal fees, which actually I, can, I saw them on there for forty-eight. I almost bought two of them. Could have got it for a hundred shipped. I hate you, us. Anyway, I bought like eight boosters, and I was like, "Oh, look, it's a chase." I'm just gonna keep trading super rares. I pull for more packs, and I ended up with like what, like twenty hand foot ninjas by the end of it. That's true. I now have <laughs> uh, at least three of each foot ninja. I have five of some. <laughs> We're doing it. We're playing. Sh- we're playing car bomb shredder in like fifty foot in just one of those days. Car bomb shredder. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call him from now on. He does have leadership for those little ninjas. <laughs> how much is he? Two hundred. No, I mean, how much is he? Like real? Or, sorry, the he's a hundred. Um, oh, he's an LE. He's a. He, you had to win him. You had to win him. Um. Damn it! What was I gonna say? About we can move, we can do some more uh, turtles gambling too because we still have a chase in there somewhere. No, I don't. Um, I hate you. <laughs> I wish Uncanny X Men's out this Tuesday. I get to gamble that one. That I'm Magneto's gonna buy a expensive. case of it. That Magneto's pricey. Like, he's a he's a lot of money. What the chase? Yeah. Is he good? He's I haven't seen his dollars. Go pull up HDMs real quick before we. All right. Well, let's answer a question while I pull it up. Uh, Michael Holt says, what do we think about Proteus? We were just talking about Proteus, actually. That was coincidental. I like that. That was an easy question to answer. <laughs> he's neat. He does neat things. He's a bit expensive. He's what I like about Super Rare. He's not meta, but he's going to be one of those... Actually, he, he does something that might be meta. I think he... Hold on. I think you can pay points and equip him on someone. Yeah, you can. Him. Oh, yeah, that's true. I've read about and that. And you can give him perplex and shape change. They have to be They have to be 100 points. They have to be 100 or less. 
I remember that part. Here, we'll pull him up too. I'm where I'm going to be pulling up that set anyway. I might as well pull pump him up. it and dump it. What? I hate those threads. <laughs> it's my typical Friday. Night. I know, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so he's, he's a super rare, and then we were gonna look at Chase Magneto. Chase Magneto does some dumb things. So let's go to super rare. Uh, you know, and he's like over a hundred bucks. Let's go to what's his dick right. first. You're all the way in fast forces, I think. No, we're in super oh, rare. Never mind. Proteus. Yeah. Yeah. When you're building your force, you can pay thirty-five to equip him to a character a hundred points or less. When the equipped character is KO'd, you get to equip this to another friendly character of 100 points or okay, less. Okay, that's pretty sick. But I would think with the wording on all this that they, your opponent would keep scoring him. Oh, uh, that last part of that, though? When the equipped character is KO'd, or sorry, if you can't, place him on click number 10 into the square of the last character he was equipped and he can't heal. But again, I think you would score him again. If he died for after that, maybe I could be wrong. But I mean, that's the last click where he can only take damage from close okay, attack. So, so when I, when you read the top trait, you're like, this dude's fucking broken. But his second trait, yeah, his effect is he he modifies your values of whoever he's equipped by plus one. But at the beginning of your turn, yeah, if you roll a one or two, which can't be rerolled, you have to deal that character one unavoidable. Who am I thinking of that gets perplexing shape change? There's someone that does it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he gives good powers. Run Dude, drops, this guy has an 18 his entire dial. He does have 18 defense. All and time. I think, honestly, that that 1 to 2 damage, you or that 1 to 2 roll, you take a damage. I think that there's easy ways to negate that. There's a few characters, like there's Wolverines and stuff that heal 1 a turn. That's true, and he has there's, less than 100. And by the way, remember that click earlier? You were like, oh my gosh, he only takes damage from close attacks. He's got pulse wave and 4 damage. That's he a wait. click he goes on. I know. There's a lot of... It's going to be freaking nuts. Yeah. I like him. I like him too. Um, I think if your if your venue's playing some kind of like four or five six hundred point monster team, oh fuck yeah, play him on Roman Death with a bunch of you know generics. He'll be with a mole man and some vampires. I'm gonna play with him with 3D man and take the ultimate gamble. The only thing they could have done to make him really like out there insane would be to do a 150 or something. God, that's sick. That's sick. (laughs) I'm giving away my tech. What mole man? (laughs) No, 3D man with Proteus. The ultimate glass game combat values run halfway across the board. But if you fuck, I'm a genius. <laughs> you one shot your freaking three D man somehow. Two turns later, three D man's dead. <laughs> but it was worth the experience. Literally, you just learned about what burning out is. Uh, all right. So chase. Damn it! I, you guys, if you play that, you edit the podcast. Edit the podcast. Chase Magneto, hundred fifty points. Two traits. Uh, at least all of these, uh, I will say before, real quick, at least all of these chases don't share the same trait. At least they're all like kind of unique, you know? This guy is... But uh, he has two traits. One, if there are no scrap metal markers attached to him, you may give him a power action to destroy up to two walls or squares of printed block and terrain within eight squares and attach that many scrap metal markers Give him a free action, remove all of them to make that many object attacks as if he was holding a heavy object. So I'm assuming that would mean that's three damage to two people, isn't right? It? But what I'm, what my question would be is, would, does that mean you act like as if you're throwing the heavy object, which in that case it could only go four squares, or does it mean that you if would use your TK. eight square range like you were TKing? Hmm. That's gonna be something that needs. Clarified. Clarified. But regardless, it's pretty damn good. Alright. I mean, you're making two... You're targeting two people, three damage each. And he's got, like, little, like, little 
fake scrap metal things you put on the sculpt. Oh, His sculpt looks so amazing. Cool. His other trait is creator of the X-Men in this reality. When you're building your force, choose a character 150 points or less, and that character has the X-Men keyword this game. Gee, Hunter, how many like characters can you think of that just be so great with X-Men? Anyone, basically. Especially after this set with all these X-Men buffs and stuff. Yeah. yeah There's the Colossus everyone and their mother keeps pulling, too. Well, anyways, these are some pretty sweet chases. You guys should check them out. Sure. Oh, there's a sun, Sunfire is one of the chases? Yep. Yeah, there's three Sunfires. Oh, the set, they gave right? us a Sugar Man. There's a regular, there's a rare, a, a prime rare, and a chase. Yeah, Sugar Man gets to choose his weapons, too, and they do different things. That's so awesome. I was, Sugar Man was that one character that, like, I've always wanted a figure of, but I never thought they'd ever actually make one. Hmm. And guess what? There's three Sabertooths in this ch- in this set. Yeah, we talked about it last week. And none of them have Brotherhood of Mutants keyword. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Oh my gosh. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> that's like something uh, you'd that's, see on... That's like, uh, uh, that's like you know... Twilight wakes up in a cold sweat. It's like Twilight Zone whenever uh, the guy has all the time in the world to read all the books and he breaks his glasses. Yeah. Like, I got all these Sabertooths. And none of them have Brotherhood of Mutants keyword. <laughs> Yep. There was time now. Oh, we got a Mr. Sinister too. Yep, I have him. I don't, my I don't care much for him. He's okay. You, I just feel like he's, he's, iconic, he's iconic enough where we should have had a more recent figure of him, I think. Same with Apocalypse. There wasn't an Apocalypse in this set. Yeah, fuck that, man. Where's the Apocalypse? They're going to save him to make him another con exclusive at some point. Uh, am I the only one who's kind of underwhelmed at the Super Rares in this set, though? I haven't uh, looked through all of them yet. Like, the Dark Angel, I'm pretty mad about. He has nothing that makes him all the that special. The Beast is special. ridiculous. The be- I, I'll tell you who I want. The Beast, I would definitely wouldn't mind the Iceman. The Rogue is okay, but I feel like she's pretty similar to the yeah. Ellie we got not long ago. Yeah, but she's still really cool. I don't the care f- for either of the Phoenixes. Really? Yeah. I think they're great. They're fine, but I don't I don't need to own them. Oh, basically. the Dark Phoenix has The Quicksilver's so, awesome. I want Quicksilver. I want Scarlet Witch. Her power is really cool. Did you see the Hunter? Pixie's, Pixie's okay. The Prime Phoenix is cool. Prime Phoenix has Hellfire Club keywords. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Maybe it is supposed to be her. It yeah. is. Mysteriously transported. That's so what I'm saying. It is Dark Phoenix. But what's her sculpt look like? It's not... It is a it's not her and Skippy oh. sexy shit. God, it's so great. Well, she's fucking sexy in her regular outfit, too. Chris, Cla- Chris Claremont knows how to write some sexy I know. God Phoenix God. stories, and the, the artists know how to draw some sexy Phoenix. God damn. All these minds are so full of weird thoughts, and I'm strangely intrigued by them, or whatever the hell that line was. My young, supple body. <laughs> I made that up. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that shortly. All right, so Drew, I, I know you haven't, uh, we haven't told you about this yet. Oh God! But I had this, or maybe you were on the, that episode, but I don't think you were. Uh, I was talking about how we should have this new segment where writers write in a a topic, and we argue, we debate about it, pick sides, and briefly talk about what would happen in said scenario. Um, it could be as simple as who wins Hulk versus Superman, or as complicated and intriguing as which of Tony Stark's former lovers would you most like to have sex with? You know, some some kind of ah, question like that, and we okay. would debate. If Sabretooth and Wolverine got a civil union, who'd be the first one to call for divorce? Something like that. <laughs> Wolverine. Although I'd like it to be a more topical question. <laughs> right, okay. Um... All right. So I was hoping people would write us in suggestions. Instead, people wrote in 
uh, suggestions for the name, which we did. I mean, that's fine. Uh, Malcolm Rush says he wants it to be called the WTF question of the week. My God. Austin just like fucking cracked a two liter. Cracked a two liter. Coke Zero. Coke Zero and just drank it like a savage. John Hafford wants to call it Master Debate. I'm kind of siding with that one. (laughs) Now, because then we can be like, now it's time to Master Debate. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, we'll keep it. I mean, we'll keep both of them in mind. This is going to be bad, Samaritan, where we're going to spend four weeks trying to pick a name. I'm siding with Master Debate so far. But anyways, so write in some uh, suggestions for topics for Master Debate in the future. Austin, what what would you like to Master Debate to? Yeah. What would you... What would your master debation topic be today? What ain't Probably Jean Grey at some point. <laughs> yeah. uh, I fucking know, right? Yeah. Dude! I'm just saying, redheads, bro. Gotta time down. Oh, man. In more ways than one. Alright, well, let's... Uh, we're gonna wrap Scott up... Summers doesn't deserve that woman. Oh, I he definitely does. Oh, my God. I'll agree. I like Scott Summers, and I will agree with you on that one thing. <laughs> Me and Drew agreed. Oh shit! Did you hear the trumpet sound in the heavens and Master the floors debate. that are writing? Master debates off to a good start. <laughs> anyway, uh, we all just agree. We just move on with the next. Topic. So we're gonna wrap up the main episode right now because we're gonna be talking about Dark Phoenix Saga. And for those who may have never read it but want to, Jean uh, Grey is super hot. Yes, <laughs> you can do that. Uh, you know, without us spoiling anything for you. So, if you don't want anything spoiled from Dark Jim Phoenix, is the Dark Phoenix. <laughs> you don't want anything besides that spoiled for you. Um, the X Men are in it. <laughs> Professor Xavier is killed by Scott Summers in AVX. Go ahead and, and close the podcast right now. Um, but before you do close the podcast, um, write us in a topic to talk about on Master, Master Debate. Debate next week or next episode. What do you think we should uh, master debate to? Anyway, let's move into Dark Phoenix. Um, this is an oldie but a goodie. Written way back in uh, 76 to 77 in a run just called The X-Men. And it's from issues 101 to 108. It, it was from January to October 1980, it says. Right. Oh, sorry. I should read. Yeah, I should clarify. The issues that that are in this book are from 1980. The set the run itself started in 1976, 1977. Um, and there's two separate parts. So actually, the Phoenix Saga is in 76, 77. The Dark Phoenix Saga, which is what we. The only section we talked about and what we read. Because the we first read. section was the M-Crane's... The, right. The first... Yeah. The M-Crane crystal part is in 76, 77. The part that we are talking about is in 1980. Yeah. We should clarify that. So, uh, we just did the second part. We didn't do the first and the second. Anyways. It is basically what the movie X-Men 2, X-Men United was. That's X-Men 3. Was loosely based uh, on. No, Last Stand was... The well, they both were... Yeah. Sort of it kinda the start of time. Yeah. yeah. But they did a slightly different take on it. But uh yeah. Like if you've ever seen that, this will give you an idea. He listens to our podcast. Good fuck him. Um, <laughs> Good fuck him. This is written by Chris Claremont. If you've never heard of Chris Claremont, you've 
probably don't know jack shit about the x-men because he's written almost every important x-men book yeah actually let's go to i've got his wiki page pulled up He's cre- he looks co- like a wise man. Co-created numerous X-Men characters, including Rogue, Psylocke, Shadowcat, Phoenix, Mystique, Lady Mastermind, Emma, Siren, Jubilee, Rachel, Madeline, Sabretooth, Strong Guy, Sinister, Captain Britain, and Gambit. Notable, notable works as Captain Britain, Excalibur, New Mutants, Uncanny X-Men, Wolverine, and Extreme X-Men. He wrote Dark God, Phoenix. That was the most 90s thing I've ever seen in my life. Extreme X-Men. He wrote Dark Phoenix Saga, Days of Future Past, and lots of other really good uh, X-Men stories. It was also drawn by two uh, very important, both members of the um, comics um, Hall of Fame, basically. Um, David Cockrum, who was co-creator of Nightcrawler, Storm, and Colossus, and John Byrne, who did a ton of work with Claremont, and um, who I know from Hellboy. He did some of the yeah. early Hellboy stuff. It's it's weird, because I feel bad, because as an older comic, I feel like I can't judge the art, but there's a lot of things. Actually, we'll get into Actually, I thought about. the art was pretty good. I, I thought, thought that really art was well. pretty well, well done for older for for older stuff maybe, but as I said, it's hard for me to judge it because my knowledge is mostly modern comics and the art's a lot different now than it is. Well, while we're on the topic of creating all these, at this point, iconic thirty-year-old, almost forty-year-old characters, um, we should note that this story takes place right after Nightcrawler, Storm, Colossus, and Wolverine had all been created and joined the X Men. Yep. So they were all new characters, and in fact. During the Phoenix Saga is their first appearance of Kitty, Kitty Pride and Ezra. Yeah. So this is a pretty iconic book for that reason as well, because you have the new character. This is the first time really that the that Wolverine, Colossus, and all them had been together on the same team with all the other I can tell too. by Wolverine's exposition statements such as my hard adamantium bones that I have been granted from a horrible experiment before he stabbed a man with them. Yeah, so uh, as Austin's getting that, my main complaint is the same as with any it's old really book. Wordy. It's so it's expositiony, so wordy and expositional. To just ridiculous. without my ruby optic lenses, my eyes will go crazy. I will say it's not as five bad. times. It's not demon in a bottle. Let's be That's honest. That's what I was gonna say. It's not as bad as some other older Marvel books I've read, um, and DC was bad about it too. Although usually not quite as bad, and and it really made me appreciate modern comics. But you know. I thought about that. I was like, I'm glad that we've gotten away from the whole, I need to start the beginning of each issue recapping the last six issues. But we can do that these days because of the internet. But there's also one thing I did kind of notice while I was reading it. You gotta understand that they had to go through, like, say you just picked up this issue at the store, right? Nobody knew. You yeah. had no idea what was going on. These days, on. if I pick up a comic and some random villain pops up, I'm like, who the fuck is this? I can wiki him, and in five seconds, and I know who he is. There is something to note, though. They color-coded the boxes that recapped. So you were able to completely skip them, I noticed that. Mm-hmm. So I, I did actually I like that. I was thinking about that. Oh, I skipped most of them myself, uh... For sure. I just read them. For the first few, I read them, and then after that, I was like, you know what? I literally just read this book. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if, it was, if it was the next issue, and then it recapped the one before. I was Last like, okay, issue, Colossus saw her. Colossus got beat down. Let's see how it goes this issue. Or the number of quotes where they say "last ish" and then the writer's tag. But all in all, I, I think it's it was a very cool idea. Um, 
I guess we can spoil the shit because we already gave the spoiler disclaimer. Um, this this is the first time that they've had a protagonist do something as horrible as blow up a planet full of people, isn't it? I mean, like it's kind of like that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up because yeah. dark as shit. Well, yeah, but they never bring it. They never. It's hot. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I love Gene. Craig. She also blows up a random planet and kills people in a panel that they don't even talk yeah. about. She just like walks over some random fucking alien planet and like kills them. Aside from the Shi'ar thing. Oh, really? In yeah. like all the action scenes, it's like boom, 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 boom. And one of them, she's killing these one people, and I'm like. Why'd she go and fuck with them people? They, they don't even know who these people are. I don't know. She's just on a race. She's racist. <laughs> yeah. It's um what I was gonna say is it it actually is a cool idea. Like the idea that that mastermind is has been over the last few years, like slowly Yeah bleeding this this illusion into her head over and over and she thinks it's just dreams, and so she doesn't take it seriously, and then it, you know, ends up manifesting itself into her becoming the Black Queen. And actually, as someone who didn't know the Hellfire Club too much, like, I know more of the modern Hellfire Club, I was like, the Jason Weingart or whatever, I was like, that's a pretty cool character, I haven't seen this character before, he's telekinetic, like, all that stuff. I was like, it's fucking Mastermind. And then I get part of it, and it's like, it's Mastermind, I was like, oh, he's so ugly, stop kissing Jean Grey, you dirty monster. <laughs> he is an ugly man. <laughs> He's, he's like an ugly Hitler. He, he looks is. like. I just love how you're like, that's Jason Weingart. Seems like a top notch guy. They fuck at the shadow. It was the shadow. I was like, well, who the hell's he supposed to be? And then they show like the lightning strikes, and he's fucking Igor. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> he put his lips on that. She's soiled forever. I also <laughs> like how Cyclops is like not really. All that upset about... I know. Her <laughs> ma- she's like making out a mastermind. Oh Cyclops God. is like, yeah. I guess I'm going to have to compete for her affections. Not fucking like, I'm going to slap the fuck out of this bitch. <laughs> like, like, they're in a club or something. Yeah. And like, because Dazzler's there. Yeah. They're looking... That's the scene I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Where he just comes up and kisses her and he does nothing. <laughs> and Cyclops just kind of looks over for she a minute. She does the same thing to Angel when they meet, too. She kisses. She's straight she up. Kisses and kisses Angel's, like, straight up says, like, we gotta be careful. They're gonna get jealous. Ha, ha, ha. And, like, everybody's just Freaking laughing. Freaking Scott's, like, beta oh male capital one. <laughs> I'm like, they're fucking sweeter. What's going on with this It is the early 80s. The 70s were ending, so... Uh, That's true. <laughs> this was the time of the swingers. Fucking... Beta male Scott Summers. Share <laughs> my lady with everyone. God. If I had that shit fucking... There'd be like a perimeter fence around it. You'd have a chassis belt with your own lock and key, though. You'd have a combination <laughs> She can't even use the bathroom without you. Well, she's already got the lock. brain locks. How'd uh, you fill out the paperwork, honey? <laughs> Oh, you forgot to sign on page 27, paragraph Your D. gynecologist is going to need to submit an application ahead of time so I can, so I can vet this guy. God. The amount of sexist shit we just said probably like five I want to know how many <laughs> need to talk to a thousand women <laughs> But uh, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I really thought the premise was... Apologies to polite. female listeners. <laughs> I thought the premise of the whole illusion thing was pretty good. And uh, I, one thing I didn't like, though, it, it ramps up, it ramps up, she's going crazy. But I feel like it, it, she's going crazy, 
It fizzes out. It's boom, it's over. Yeah, and it's then over. they do the trial with the Shi'ar, which I liked because they had, I mean, my main war star was in there, although he Gladiator wasn't. Gladiator was in there. They didn't make him as badass as he always is. He got beat by Everyone Colossus. The, all the Shi'ar got Masar beat. Masar was in there. And yeah, like, Manta, Hussar, Gladiator, uh, Deathbird, I think, was yeah. there for a minute. Uh, Gladiator's in it, but they got beat by the X-Men way easily than they should. Like, these days, that shit wouldn't fly. Like, Gladiator be like, ha ha, I'm the best, and then just one yeah, shot of all this. Like, God level, yeah. like. In this book, they were pretty generous with how powerful the Imperial Guard are. Or, uh, imp- imp- generous with how powerful maybe the Maybe they were, were taking it easy on him. Wolverine yeah, visited the Watcher for a moment. Yeah, that But was, anyway, um, yeah, I felt like. through a car door and stuff. The action was over quick, it and was. then they do the trial. And then all hell breaks loose again. And then that's just over. Like, she ramps up, and then Xavier, like, calms her down. And it's then done. everything's done. All, like, there's no there's no resolution. I read seven issues, and then they started the trial of combat. Like, in that last issue, I was like, there is not enough time by the end of this issue for this to resolve in a way that I'm going to be happy. I can already tell that. Yeah, and, and, and just then they did a whole over. issue that's, like, way in the future. Hey, Xavier. Gene's dead. Yeah, they're like, like yeah. oh, Gene's dead. I'm like, well, it would have been nicer there's like to, a, to just show what happens. Yeah, there's like a whole page of, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> and now she's going to be dead for like 30 fucking years. Yep. <laughs> or however long she was. How what? long was she dead after that? It was a long time. What was the comic I read? It was a modern comic where Gene is inside, I want to say it's the Imkran crystal between all the foci of the universes. And there's like two or three other phoenixes there. One's green, it's, one's blue. It's one's... uh, I couldn't find it on Wikipedia. I went digging for it. I'm looking to see how long Gene. You sure this isn't your fanfic? I'm positive. I, I I'm not sure what you're thinking of. At first, I thought you were talking about when Kitty Pride is trapped inside the bullet. No. In uh, astonishing X-Men. Uh. God, she's hot. <laughs> I know. Jesus. All right, she dies in 1980. She returns in 1986, so 16 years. That's six years. That's died. six years. Hmm. 1980 to 1986. Oh, sorry, I thought I said 96, my bad. I was, yeah, I'm dumb. And then she died again, right? I think so. I thought she died again. I mean, I she, have that issue. She that's is her first, namesake. Uh, that's the first Phantom X. <clears throat> I have that. She is her namesake. She likes dying and coming back. This is true. That's a good point I hadn't really thought of. I mean, overall, I enjoyed this run. It taught me a lot about older comics in regards to, like, I tried to read Demon in a Bottle of Dear God, I couldn't get through it. In the final chapters of New X-Men, she was killed in battle by Magneto. Yeah. Oh, that's right, she was killed by the imposter Magneto. Remember that imposter Magneto guy? I can't remember his damn name now. Was that Zorn? Zorn. Yep, Zorn. Um, I don't know, as you said, I feel like this, it just fizzled out at the end, I was very unhappy. I was kind of hoping they'd make Scott kill her. Just because it'd be such a... I feel like it'd be a really heavy ending to it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just having a... He was going to, and then he pussed out. What a bitch. What a surprise. And instead, she's just like, I'm going to have this magical turret. Maybe if I let her live, she'll finally have sex with me. (laughs) Maybe she'll kiss me on the mouth. She totally won't burn my dick off. (laughs) She's totally banging everybody up. All right, here's a a good... Gladiator does show up with his shirt off at one point. Yeah, well, that's true. 
Not sure. <laughs> Here, here's a here's our first uh, our first. Uh, what did we say we were in there? Master, Master debate. debate. Master debate. Would you have sex with Dark Phoenix while she's in full Dark Phoenix? Fine. You wouldn't be able to get anywhere I'm near. You don't want to even get anywhere. Is it worth the risk? That's all I'm saying. There's, I mean, we don't know. There's lots of variables to. There consider. are worse ways for a man to die, Hunter Smith. <laughs> yeah, this is one thing that I can see that side. <laughs> no one would call me gay. I mean, gonorrhea would be the worst of your problems. Talk yeah. about your dick burning. Because apparently, according to this comic, she's been rest. around the block a time This is two. true. It he has a, a good point. It would be a weenie rush. And this is the 70s. There was the there were all those STD scares going around. This is true. I'd say it's worth There's it. There's no telling what kind of train the Hellfire Club was running. <laughs> you know what? I Freaking, I like Sebastian Shaw a lot. I, I like, they, they did a good job with all the Hellfire Club. You know what I kept thinking, though? The whole time... Um, after Gene switched to Black Queen or whatever, and they're all like doing their celebrations, and they win the fight against the X Men, all stuff, and they're like talking about how they're praising the Black Queen, and talking about Gene. They're like, "Oh hell, the Black Queen, she's the fucking best." And the whole time, like the other Black Queen is sitting back in the I corner. Know. I was I like, know. "I was like, what about the other Black Queen? I feel bad for her." Like they just kind of like, she just brought up Sebastian Shaw's cloak and put it on him, and just like walked away. <laughs> yeah, dejected. I'm like, wait, what? A- what happened to the old black queen? And then there's a panel where she's sitting in the corner. I'm like, this poor They girl. wore that thing out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. That's the first time. Even Emma got in there with a strap. That's <laughs> done. Um, um, I don't... The Overall, I liked the storyline. I think it has some issues, but it's hard for me to tell if there are issues necessarily with how it's written in regards to the fact it's an older comic and that's how they're all like. Or if it's an issue with the actual story. And it's- you know what's something they didn't make a huge deal about, but they could have? Hmm. And I think it's an interesting topic. Excuse me. Kitty's parents initially don't want oh, yeah. Kitty to be a right. mutant and go to the school. And then fucking Xavier. Was Xavier or Jean? It was Jean. Because that's when she started getting she the Phoenix Just straight up brainwashes him into letting her go. And But I feel like, didn't Xavier know about it? Yeah, Xavier, like Xavier detected something happened, but he he was kind of okay with it. Also, he was what, a dick. At he was, oh, he was definitely a dick. He was being a dick to Scott. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't blame him. Everyone would be a dick to Scott. I would watch, I would read every comic. If Scott was like, "It's a good team." When Xavier's like, "Fuck you, Scott! I should never fucking trust you, little bitch ass." Like he literally basically <laughs> says, that. "Like I never should have trusted your ass." And Scott's like, "I think they're good." And he's like, "They're fucking shit." <laughs> I don't know why I left you behind. They're the worst, Scott. You. <laughs> Literally, Xavier is such a dick. When I first read that paragraph, I was like, it's somebody disguised as Xavier. <laughs> they had the alert that someone was in the X-Mansion. Well, I it's bet because it's these days we're so used to Patrick Stewart, Xavier. That Granddaddy we, Xavier. We forget that Xavier used to be kind of a cunt that time. He's like chiefish. Like, yeah, he is. Well, not quite chiefish. Not, chief not, is a real big bitch. <laughs> the chief's a terrible human being. I like the, the chief, though. I think he's a cool it's like That's they, why he's a cool it's like It's like X-Men was like... Hey, so what if we did Doom Patrol, but we didn't make the chief a huge douche? <laughs> I, I I liked it though. I I honestly kind of want to read some more older X Men stories like this. Also, they drew Storm's eyes really weird, and it bothered the shit out. You of You know me. who's hot? Storm's hot. God, Storm. She's in that fucking uh, cage. cage with yeah. her clothes. <laughs> they oh, needed an excuse for the go-go cages. Let's yeah, be honest. I like, how, <laughs> don't like how she's in her underwear. I'm like, oh yeah. And we, also, we also got a Wolverine. <laughs> Fucking chest hairs all up. Fucking, if I were into, if I were into men, the Wolverine would be. 
Fucking sideburns out to here. He doesn't give two shit. Oozing machismo. I think what he's oozing through all just <laughs> Yeah, we both know that. But, uh, yeah, I can see why it's iconic. You know, it was a lot of big stuff happened. Um, I'm, you know, we're we're not really happy it's, with how it was told. I at least definitely not the conclusion. Yeah, the conclusion the, was yeah. really botched. I thought. I feel like it was just. I guess it's because, like, I'm used to huge overarching stories nowadays, but, like, having eight issues where all this shit goes down in eight issues is kind of crazy to me, I guess. Like, you introduce... Well, particularly because, like, only in two of them is the big shit even going down. Yeah. The first four, pretty much, are are set up. Yeah. And it's White Queen running around being like, Ah, ha, ha, I'm a villain with my henchmen. There was one dedicated to, like, setting up the whole thing. The next one was, like, all about Kitty. The one after that is all about uh, Dazzler. And then there were, like, two issues that were the actual meat and potatoes. And then she blew up the plane. And then everything blows up. Um, I like Dazzler as a character in modern comics, too, so it's interesting to see her, uh... Dazzler's cool. I like how they're like, Dazzler, you want to join yeah. us? Yeah, she's helping like, no. us save all these people, and she's like, eh, you guys kind of fucking lame, I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> you guys are run by a beta male, I don't want anything <laughs> to do with this. Dazzler, are you sure? You also get some banshee in here and some... The number, yeah, yeah, the number of people Scott tries to recruit to take up that last yeah, slot. Yeah, Scott's like, come on, guys, somebody play ball with us. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, Banshee. Man. She's like, nah, I'm going to go home and be a family man. Come on, Alex. <laughs> come on, Alex. Nah, I got this bitch to make. Nah. Hey, Warren, you want to come back and join? Nope. Then you're busy making out with your girlfriend. Jamie Madrox is at the beginning, too. He's yeah, like, he's come like, on, Jamie. She's like, nah, I want to go be a God, That's the old Jamie <laughs> costume where he's got the freaking yeah. skin type. <laughs> I got some weird gangbangs to get into. I, <laughs> I want to go be a farmer. And, uh, I'm going to go master debate with myself. Tell Gene the, uh, it's happening on the 12th. Angel's going to be there. Totally going to be Really cool. It's going to be a good time. You're not this <laughs> I'm sorry. Nothing against you. You room for anyone else. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I read it. Um, it was good. I don't think I've ever read this. Unlike all the other ones where I, I've read them like 10, 20 years ago, I don't think I've ever read this one. So it was This great. one was enjoyable. It was. It so, was. The exposition-iness of it was easy enough to overlook. It was big at the stuff. beginning. It was hard to get over as a modern comics reader. Mm-hmm. But after the first issue or two, like it just became second nature. And I, I kind of like it. Um, for anyone who's read like novels from third person, like the Song of Ice and Fire series and stuff, like is written like that. So you're kind of used to seeing the characters' thoughts. And in modern, in modern comics, you don't really get to see characters' thoughts. It's all dialogue. Well, yeah. even action. What what really turns me off though is when in action scenes they have to talk. Yeah, yeah. Like when Wolverine slashes somebody, and he's like, "I gotta thank thank God that I'm able to use my adamantium claws to slice this guy's flesh." I'm like, "Motherfucker, we we see you slicing. I can I can visualize you slicing his." Well, Colossus is like my poor farmer father as he's picking yeah. up somebody and slicing him. Like, I just I remember the days on the farm. <laughs> don't think that's necessary Uh, you don't need to explain your action sequences just no they need to fill in backstory while they're beating the shit out of people it's like this is educational and violence (laughs) but as i was saying part of what's led the modern industry steer away from that is well for one comics are much more mainstream i mean we have movies we have tv shows kids grow up knowing these characters but like i said the internet because 
you know, back in the 80s, if Omega Red would have randomly showed up in one of those issues, we we were kids, we wouldn't know who the fuck who Omega the fuck Red is was. Omega Red? Now, if some character from Alpha, if some Alpha Flight character pops up in an X-Men book I'm reading, who I don't know who it is, I can, in Wikipedia, in 30 seconds, I learn all their important stuff there is right. to know. And, and so the writer who is Jason Wine? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't use Wikipedia to spoil that shit. I almost did too. I, I knew I, I I had seen the back of his card, so I knew it was him. <laughs> I was like, it's fucking mastermind. Oh yeah, it was a good book. I I, I want more Hellfire like Club. Um, what other what are some other good runs that involve the Hellfire Club? You know, I haven't read many with just them. I've read a lot with Emma, obviously because she's in a lot. Uh, of these House days. of M is apparently really good. I've read House of M. I've read House of M. But it's... I don't remember there being much... It's uh, not really they, that's something they were on in them, it. though. But I mean, oh, okay. I don't remember them being in it very much. Oh, okay. I thought it's, they were part of it. It's just like... I don't know. I like the Hellfire Club, like, the idea of them. And it's kind of like... House of M is basically an event book. It's yeah, it's like, like where they all lose their powers or something. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 on the like. Yeah, I liked Infinity uh, Civil War. I like scantily clad Jean Grey. Yeah, was, um, the two two other points. The uh, for one, Grand Commander Juber is the best name of Grand <laughs> Commander for a space fleet I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Freaking Stan Lee did not like proofread these names in his head before he let this pass. Um, Grand Commander <laughs> the the freaking the fact they named every single henchman was great too. That fucking Juber's that's true. They, do all, they call every Hellfire Club guard guy by their names. Uh, <laughs> it's so stupid. Also, patterned wig people with clubs beating the shit out of Wolverine was the funniest shit I've seen in a while. I just imagine them all George Washington just hitting Wolverine. Um. But yeah, I would like more Hellfire Club. Um, I like them because... The same reason I kind of like Mandarin. So the Mandarin, of course, is Tony Stark. If Tony Stark didn't have his moral quandaries about things. The Hellfire Club is kind of like the X-Men if they had the time, the resources, and they didn't give a shit. The weird sexual fetishes. The weird sexual fetishes, yes. Um, It's kind of a... I like the idea of having evil, evil, evil mutants that would do anything to keep growing more powerful. Like, Brotherhood of Mutants, they, they're kind of understandable and relatable. Hellfire Club are just dicks. Let's be honest here. It is a council of dicks in scantily clad uniforms. And I like that. I kind of would like to read I'm starting to like some of those dicks. I'm really liking these dicks. <laughs> um, so, like, if, if any readers have any suggestions, I'd like to hear uh, good Hellfire Club-centered stories. Alright, well... I guess we all gene grayed out. We'll have to do a... Oh, yeah, the Weapon X chase is really cool, too. We'll have to do a Spider-Man... Uh, pick a Spider-Man book. We could just do Spider-Verse. I wouldn't mind. I haven't read Spider-Verse. Oh, really? Have you read it? We should definitely do it. I would love to reread it. It's great. How many issues is it? Um, it's quite a few. Well, if we just X-counting do the main... side things. Yeah, if we just do the main thing, it's... It's the same or maybe two or issues-ish longer than Dark Phoenix Saga. You know? Oh, well, then that's not bad at all. They sell this big hardcover that I've been wanting to buy, and I could use this as an excuse to justify buying it for myself. I love how you have to lie to yourself by lying to yourself. I've been. It is a good deal. The one that they have, it's a big hardcover thing, but it's not as much as... It's big hard. Do they have... Covers. I'm sure they've got trades on Amazon, too. Mm, I bet it's sold out, of course. 
yeah, this is what I wanted. Seventy five bucks, but it has all it has a bunch of tie ins too. The main story See this this I think would be the best thing to read because it has all the important show. Damn it. Mm. I definitely would be up for reading Spider Verse though. I would too. Well, especially now that we know for sure that, that it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be in there, yeah. One of the main things. I will um I'll buy this hardcover and you guys can borrow it. I mean it'll be a while before we talk do comics talk for it, so So anyway, so Tuesday we should have Uncanny X Men, right? Mm-hmm. Thing, I hope so. I'm gonna live tweet my polls one booster at a time. I'm sure people will be so intrigued. Fucking, just a spy, Drew Alderson. I don't care. If you chase a saber tooth, I'll be kind of upset. You scumbag. <laughs> First booster I pull. Second booster I pulls another saber tooth. Will. How many boosters did you open before you pulled the turtles chase? It was not I was, very many. It, I I bought eight. And I only opened like four or five before I pulled the turtles chase. Yeah. And I pulled two SRs one, out of those. One eight. chase per case and four boosters in the head. TJ got one. TJ is another person who has this kind of. Yeah, he does have a good look. I spent forty dollars. He got the Magneto chase after. Yeah, judge prizes. Stupid. I spent forty dollars. I sold seventy two in cash, and I traded out enough to end up buying, or to end up opening a brick and a half. So, because mm-hmm. I, I bought a bunch of shit from you, yeah, super rare stuff. I still need crane. I still need. I need one of the turtle super rares, and then one of the turtle rares. I think, and I'm done. I'm all I, done. I, I got need, Jake is Leonardo. I need a master swarm. I need. I got. I bought a case and I got seven out of the eight rares. Nice. Um, the distribution of the set's pretty garbage. It's pretty bad, yeah. Uh, the it's just one re- chase per case. Like seriously, it's unnecessary. I think I, I'm fine. I think I'm okay with the one chase per case because that is typical to do stuff. I do think if they're gonna make it like that though. They should give you more super rares they per should. case because you only get three super rares. See right? the yeah, you only get three super rares per case. God, what are the chases? I mean, and there's six super rares, I think. My problem is that That's I can understand one five, chase per case five. when you're looking at something like Nimrod, but when you're looking at four different chases you have to collect, yeah, that's, that's expecting someone to open eight bricks before they get them all, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And I will say, though, there are quite a few generic... I mean, you got the Mausers, you got the four different... Fucking enough foot... No, there's five. Five, five different five, foot five, ninjas five. and the Mausers. That right there is pretty good. And one of the rares is a generic, the Mauser Swarm. Yeah. I consider that generic. Overall, I love this set. Yeah, I think it's a great set. Sculpts are pretty damn good, too. I swore I wasn't going to buy any, then I got in there and I opened a few packs. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I got the, I got the urge. I got the, <laughs> I got fucking... the itis. <laughs> All right. Well, the next book we'll be talking about is Spider-Verse... There's a hardcover Marvel Now version. One of fifteen release. There is, so you should be able to find this in all your dark corners of the internet. Yeah, here's the thing: like the actual thing that this is what I don't want people to buy is the Edge of Spider Verse because that's not what it is, what we are talking about. Edge of Spider Verse. Let's look it up on Wikipedia so it lists all the issues, and I can list them for people. Because Spider-Verse is pretty much mainly of the different Spider-Man books. Yeah. And it's all together. Kind of like Blackest Night. Or, uh, not Blackest Night. The one before that. 
Let's see. The final conclusion. Edge of Spider-Verse. Well, I thought it would list all the fucking issues out for us, but apparently it's not going to. Main plot, there you go, but it's just going to actually give you the actual main plot. Don't want the tie-ins. Titles involved. That's going to have all the... Core series is The Amazing Spider-Man 9 through 15. Okay, so here's what we want you to read. Amazing Spider-Man 9 through 15. And then you can go to Wikipedia and look up the various tie-ins as well if you want to read some of those. But the important ones is going to be Amazing Spider-Man 9 through 15. If you can pick up that Spider-Verse hardcover, it has everything you need for sure. Hannah Smith. Hmm. Spidey 2099's in this, isn't he? Literally every spider... At some point, is in love twenty ninety nine. in there. He has his own book now. He's had it for a long time. Yeah. Why are not actually he had, he had his own book before this? I thought he did. Yeah, I he did. Read he has a top ten. I haven't read since Infinity Hunter Smith. I, I, I haven't read much, but um, I I always keep up with Spider Man. So yeah, Spider Verse. Amazing Spider-Man 9 through 15 is going to be the meat and potatoes, what we're going to talk about. But I'm going to buy that hardcover and we can all borrow, you know, you guys can borrow it and we'll read it like that. Because it is very, it's very fun too. It's a Spider-Man book, how can it not be fun? Even oh, when Doc Ock was Spider-Man, it was fun. Well, we'll be doing our usual every other week schedule, so we won't see you guys for two weeks. But, uh... We don't know what we're going to be talking about. Maybe we'll talk about some Uncanny X-Men. Maybe they'll announce the next DC set. We never know. We know Joker's the next Wild. DC set. Oh, sorry. We forgot about Joker's Wild. Never mind. This guy's fucking... Oh, my God. You've it. We'll see you guys next week after the <sighs> Bye. Bye.